Welcome listeners to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. I, as always, am your host, Chuck Peters. I'm so glad to have you back today. We are talking again with our friend, Tim Pollard. Hi, Tim. Hello, Chuck. (laughs) This time we're going to be talking about keeping your pastor, your senior pastor, engaged in your kids ministry. Great topic that a lot of us will benefit from today as we dig into this. But first, we like to start our episodes by finding out a little bit about little you, about our guests. So Tim, uh, guys, Tim Pollard leads our Explore the Bible Kids team, uh, and he is here again today to talk with us. Uh, uh, Getting to be a regular guest on the podcast, I think, you know, two or three times a year is like you're a regular. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So so it's good to have you back, Tim. Uh, Come back again. So it's, it's always a good time talking with you. But we do like to, to you know, let our listeners get to know us a little mm-hmm. bit. When I say us, I mean you. Right. Not so much me. They already know you. <laughs> they know. No, no but they don't know My you. past is oh. very, you know, I try to keep it very close dark. to the best. No. So uh, they get to know me as I relate to you. I see. But we're not related. <laughs> no, we're this not. is really going nowhere. We are from Jersey. So we are from Jersey. That's right. We both have that. So where in New Jersey did you grow up? Um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yes. Okay. Northwest. So, now, I mean, we probably don't have a huge listening base in no, New Jersey. probably not. But uh, since you and I both found our way to Nashville uh-huh. and to Lifeway from there, New Jersey is a great place to be from. All right. Yes. I don't know if it's a great place to be. I think the cost of living is high. The food is fantastic. Yes, It's definitely. hard to beat the pizza, the bagels, all that great stuff that they have in Jersey. Oh, I miss the boardwalk food. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, for our friends who are in Jersey, yo, we love you. Hey. <laughs> Springsteen. Uh, bon Jovi, <laughs> the rest great. of you who are listening. I'm sure they're regular listeners. I'm sure they are, bon yes. Jovi. Well, enough <laughs> about them. Let's talk about you. Okay. So tell us, Tim, when you were little, uh-huh. did you have uh, something that you enjoyed reading? Like a comic book or a magazine or a book series? Was there something that you were all about as a kid in terms of what you read? Um, I would say... I actually did read the Hardy Boys Mysteries. I loved those. So, yes, I was a, a very avid fan of the Hardy Boys Mysteries and uh, really did did enjoy reading those. So, so did you have, like, uh, did you get them from the library? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was back when they had the card catalog. Yeah, that's to back when ancient Googling. <laughs> yes, the original Googling. The original Googling. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so the mystery... Uh-huh. Yeah, I love those. Um, Still like a good mystery today. And my girls got into Nancy Drew. Ah, uh, yes. And so I never was a huge Nancy Drew guy, but Hardy Boys, I can meet you there for sure. Mm-hmm. Is there so, uh, have you carried over, you said you still love a good mystery. Has that carried over into your adult life? A, a, a passion for reading or well, I mean, mysteries? I don't know, or you, or you're kind of a mysterious guy. I am a mysterious guy. That's why you're dragging these things out of me. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> So you, but you still like a good mystery. I do. Mm. Well, today we are talking about the mystery. How's this for a segue? There the you go. the you mystery well. of how do we as kids leaders engage with our senior pastors in our kids ministry? And so uh, some kids ministers struggle to keep their pastor engaged, you know, to stay close. Um, others may have leaders who are highly engaged. And so we could be on uh, all kinds of different places on this sure. spectrum. Um, and so if we have a leader who, who may not recognize how to champion uh, kids' ministry, we're, we're looking to you for some tips. How, sure. how do we engage those who are unengaged? And if we have some who are maybe heavily engaged 
is there a healthy, where's the healthy balance, Tim? So we'll look to you for that. So again, Tim Pollard, listeners, is the publishing team leader for Explore the Bible Kids uh, here at Lifeway Kids, and he um, leads the team that creates that resource. Uh, we talked recently about Bible skills for kids, which is a document that uh, that Tim has invested in that helps helps leaders lead kids in getting to know and love their Bibles and understand how they work uh, in terms of biblical literacy and, and awareness. And so Tim is, uh, he also teaches third graders at his church, Tulip Grove Baptist That's right. in Nashville. Uh, Nashville or a surrounding it's city? In we Old just call Hickory. it Nashville. Old Hickory. Which is really Really Nashville. Donaldson, Old Hermitage. Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. Leading third graders. And so tell us, Tim, about some of your personal experience in as being kids minister and working with senior leadership. All right. Very cool. I've been involved in some type of kids ministry for more than 25 years. So I have uh, served under a variety of different pastors, mm. some who were completely unengaged um, and some who were uh, totally engaged um, in the ministry. So I've seen both ends of the spectrum um, and been able to hopefully devise some strategies that, that have helped in, in both of those situations. So um, I, you mentioned that I teach third graders, and I always like to say that third grade really is my niche spot. Okay, um, That's kind of where I fit because I think like a nine-year-old boy. Um <laughs> And many people would probably echo that that is the truth. So that's kind of why I enjoy teaching. Maybe pick third up a graders. Hardy Boys book once in a while. Maybe pick up a Hardy Boys <laughs> book once in a while. So, uh, but um, teaching now, uh, being on a different end of kids ministry, has been fascinating and fun. Um, just to watch my children's pastor be able to engage with our church staff. Mm. Um, so it, it's it's been enlightening and a lot of fun to be able to see it from that perspective as well. Well, a lot of us get who are in kids ministry get there because we're good at working with kids, mm-hmm. not necessarily because we are great at engaging with senior pastoral staff. Exactly. Right, strategically or whatever else that means. So there may sure. be a little bit of learning for us as kids leaders there, certainly in trying to engage with different personalities mm-hmm. of leaders. So what kind of tips might you have for us? What, or let me start with this. What, what kind of questions have you heard from others Concerning pastoral involvement, is this something that people, that we hear leaders wanting mm-hmm. and they're not sure how to make that happen? What is it that you're hearing? Well, I've heard a lot um, uh, through social media. I actually did a survey recently about um, pastoral involvement and how different ministries are, are engaging with their senior pastors and, and pretty much hit that gambit of what we're already talking about. You know, uh, several said, senior pastor, who's that? Um, never seen the guy. I don't. I don't know who he's talking about. He's busy about, so. moving in different circles, uh-huh. right? Or, or, right. And that could be a good thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. In that, if you are empowered, right, and backed, exactly, you are free to to run on your own. But if you feel isolated and separated, that's mm-hmm. not healthy, right? And, and then you hear from the other end who said, you know, my senior pastor is very involved in our ministry and. He's very beneficial and helpful in helping to do some planning or, or whatever, and help to uh, facilitate the, the ministry itself. So, but really, what you're asking is where is that healthy balance? Yeah, and, and that's what we're going to try to figure out today. So, 
So where is that healthy balance? It's right there in the <laughs> middle. You want a pastor who is who is aware of your situation, who is aware of your ministry, who uh, supports your ministry uh, and sees it as a valuable asset to the church. Um, I always like to tell children's pastors, obviously your pastor has felt some kind of importance to the ministry because you're there. Um, so you've been placed in a position to lead the kids' ministry. Um, so your senior pastor has at some point recognized that is a significant um, place yes. of ministry for somebody to be in. So you, you already have a little bit in your court. Yes. Um, so if you're dealing with a senior pastor who may be totally unengaged, at least on some level, he understands the importance of the kids' ministry because because you are there. Yes. Um, so being able to, to identify the fact that you are a member of the staff um, gives you the ability to be able to have those conversations about what's going on in the kids' ministry. So and you just need to be the champion of, of that kids' ministry mm. um, and just engage him as often um, as you can and as positively as you can about what's going on in your kids' ministry. So for that person who has a very distant relationship, and mm-hmm. again, everybody's in a different place in their relationship with their senior leader, for somebody who's, who is feeling isolated uh-huh. and feeling that that's not a healthy place to be, what might you recommend as that first step? You know, do you begin by just sending an email and scheduling a monthly meeting? Or would, do you recommend we... Where do we begin that conversation? That's a good question, and it really kind of just depends on your church situation. So the the way you just phrased your question makes me think we're not having regular staff meetings at the church. Um, Or if we are, there's a bunch of people in the room, and there's no opportunity for me to be one-on-one. Right. So, you know, that's that's a good place to start is to schedule some kind of meeting um, with your senior pastor. And monthly would be a great time to do that, um, just to to give him— a heads up as to what's going on. Um, if you're not in that regular planning session, or sometimes kids' pastors aren't invited to the yeah. senior staff meetings. Um, so you do have to take some of those steps to be proactive um, because it is your ministry um, and you've been hired to be the champion of that ministry. So you need to you need to take the steps to make sure that, that your voice is heard and that you are seen. So. And the more that you're passionate about that, the more your senior pastor is going to come around and say, that's really some great stuff that's going on. So don't hesitate to be the one who initiates that meeting. Absolutely. Okay. And because oftentimes we may think, you know, if that person wanted to meet with me, he would schedule the meeting. But we shouldn't assume that, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, So once I get that first meeting, maybe Mm -hmm. over coffee or whatever that setting is, what are the kinds of things, if I have just an hour, what are the kinds of things that I should, you talked about being informed, being mm-hmm. aware. What are the sorts of things that, that I should uh, look at first, maybe, and what I need to communicate? Uh-huh. And where are places that are just, or what are some things I don't want to dig into? <laughs> if that makes sense. Sure. First of all, you would probably just want to, to make him aware of what's going on in the kids' ministry. Here's some events that we have planned. Here's some things that we have coming up um, that are going to be valuable to the kids in our church. Um, your senior pastor really should be engaged in that because anything that involves kids is vicariously going to involve their parents. Um, so if you're 
senior pastor isn't necessarily concerned about what's going on with the kids. He should be concerned with what's going on with their parents um, because they are valuable members of his church as well. Um, so, uh, again, you've got some kind of ability to say, you know, this this is important to him. It has to be important to him. So um, you would just want to just lay out the plan. This is the plan. This is what we're looking at. These are the things that we want to do. And, and, and tell him why. What is it that we want to accomplish through this? Uh, what goals do we have of sharing the gospel with kids or with those outside the church? You know, what is it that we're really trying to accomplish? So this is going to share your vision. Share right? your vision. Yeah. Absolutely. Let him know, you know, this is what I'm passionate about and this is why we're doing what we're doing. So at that farthest level of distance, we need to begin to engage like that, right? Sure. Get things going. What's that next level of engagement look like? So rather, you know, for instance, rather than just me informing my senior leader of what I'm doing, what what does that more of a partnership look like? Where we work together um, with him uh, to be able to facilitate programs and different events that the church would do. Um, our, our church's mission statement, uh, the church that I attend, is it's a multi-generational church. Um, and we really take that to mean multi-generational. That doesn't mean that we have multi-generational Sunday schools. Um, there is one in our in our church that does that. But what that really means is our pastor is very um, visibly engaging all aspects of the church. Um, so, you know, he recognizes preschoolers. He recognizes kids. He recognizes, I mean, he's involved in, in the church life. So as a partner with our children's pastor, they kind of really work together to champion all the ministries of the church. So not just the, the kids' ministry, but the student ministry and the adult ministry and, and all of those ministries. So having a partner that you can really work together with is very valuable mm -hmm. to help you engage parents, to help you to engage the rest of the congregation and help them to understand the importance of, of kids. Because they were kids once too, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> right. And they watched their Saturday morning cartoons and read their Hardy Boys. Right. Uh, so what that sounds like to me as you describe that is that sounds like there's a really healthy give and take. Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier, right, when we talked about being distanced from that senior leader, that we may need to inform him of our vision, mm -hmm. of our mission, of what our purpose is and why we do what we do. Where in this middle ground, this healthy space, Maybe there's that give and take where you mentioned the overall vision and mission of your church and how it works together with that of the kids program, where now you see yourself as partners in ministry. Right. Yeah, great place to be. Now, on the farther end of the spectrum, <laughs> the other end, there are some senior leaders who are very heavy-handed in being involved in there. I don't want to say that in a positive way, who, right. who are very interested in what's happening some of them to the point where there may be some kid leaders who feel they are not empowered, mm -hmm. that they are merely executing someone else's vision. What advice would you have for those people about how they might you know, gain trust or uh -huh. gain respect and, and be able to, to lead? Well, and, and that, that can be a little touchy situation, uh, obviously, um, because you, you want to be careful with um, 
the way you kind of approach that because you want to obviously continue to show respect for your senior pastor because yes. uh, that's definitely something that we don't want to give or take on. But but again, uh, own your ministry. Um, that's the biggest thing that I always say. Uh, it is your ministry, and you need to own it. And I think it is healthy sometimes to have discussions uh, with a senior pastor. Um, the one that I had that, that liked to sit in my office more than he liked to sit in his office <laughs> was um, was challenging for sure. Uh, but one of the things that I did was that very thing where we tried to talk through different situations. If there was something that maybe was proposed that probably wasn't something that was going to be healthy for boys and girls, uh, you know, it was a conversation that we were able to have. Communication is just really the biggest thing. And I know a lot of times, sometimes kids, pastors probably feel like if they're in a situation like that, that they really don't have a voice and that they don't really want to speak up. But but it really is important uh, just to let him know that... Um, you know, you're champion in this ministry. It is your ministry, and, and you're going to do what's best for boys and girls. So just have that passion and, and continue to uh, to let that vision shine. Hmm. One, of the, one of the things that I like to share as I have opportunity to, to share with kids leaders is the idea of clarifying expectations. Mm -hmm. So much of our stress and our success or failure or sense of those things is tied up in falling short of someone else's expectation that we never knew what was expected of us. Right. Or even as we lead others, making sure that we clarify what's, what we expect of those who we are leading. And so it sounds like you're, you're saying, well, at least what I hear at the, through the, the filter of my brain <laughs> is you saying, make sure that you, as you interact with that leader, that you're both on the same page. Right understand what's expected of you, and uh, then you can either meet or exceed those. And, and you just used a good word, too, and that's a plan. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to have a plan, um, and, and it needs to be a, a solid plan and a consistent plan. And you, just, you, need to, you need to know the direction, and you need to know the focus. You need to know the vision. Where is it that we're going? Why are we doing what we're doing? And how does this line up with what the senior pastor wants to do? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, as a kid's pastor, I always tried to – tailor um, the, the vision and the mission of my ministry based on what the church's goals were. What is the church trying to accomplish in our community? And how can I engage kids to accomplish that same mission? So it's, as long as you have that and that lines up with what your senior pastor is doing, it, it's going to be a powerful situation. And that, that uh, I like little words and word plays and the importance of words. And so I think one of those key words is the word we, mm -hmm. because a lot of times when we come to that meeting or come to that, we have a lot of I statements. Mm -hmm. I feel this. I sense this. I need this. Where when we can make this not me against you, but us together, it becomes we need this. Absolutely. We you know, uh, want to accomplish this goal, we can come together. And then the we is much powerful than the I. Absolutely. Yeah. That's well, great. Tim, thank Good you stuff. for talking with us. It's always fun to get together and talk shop. And so we so appreciate you sharing your your insights, your wisdom, your experience with our listeners. And so thank you, Tim Pollard. Thank you for having me. Uh, listeners, if you are interested in finding 
the stuff that Tim makes. Go to lifeway.com slash kids. Click on the Explore the Bible icon, and that is the resource that Tim and his team create here at Lifeway Kids. And you can find that uh, free previews of that curriculum resource. It would be a great one if you're looking for something Explore the Bible Kids. And you can also find some information about Bible skills that uh, Tim and his team champion, and that would be at lifeway.com slash Bible Skills for Kids. Check those things out. And you can also look for more from Tim Pollard on the Kids Ministry 101 blog. And so if you go to kidsministry101.com, where many of you have found this podcast, you can find our blog and you can search and look for posts from Tim Pollard and read more about how to connect with your pastor and other great things that Tim has written about. Tim, thank you again for being here. Listeners, thank you for listening. And we'll see you back here next time on the next episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.